0: Thank Welcome to this edition of our AWS podcast series, Innovation Ambassadors. I'm Sarah Armstrong and as Senior Manager for Worldwide Prototyping at AWS, along with my AWS co-hosts from around the world, we'll act as your ambassadors to some of the most interesting engagements with our AWS solutions architecture prototyping teams. Every episode, we provide you with a roadmap to innovation in technology solutions. We're so glad you joined us on this journey. On this episode of Innovation Ambassadors, we're showcasing the journey of Cairo-based Maxab, leading provider of B2B wholesale food and grocery e-commerce platform across North Africa and the Middle East, and their work with our prototyping team to automate and improve demand forecasting using machine learning models. I'm delighted to welcome CEO of Maxab, Bilal El-Magarvo. Halal, thanks so much for being here today.
1: Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having us.
0: And also joining us from Maxab, our CTO, Amr Faisal. Welcome, Amr. Hello, Sarah. Hey, everyone. And Head of Data from Maxab, Ahmed Bahe. Bahe, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you, Sarah. It's my pleasure.
0: And from AWS, we have Muhammad Ali Jamawi, Senior Prototyping Architect from our EMEA Prototyping Team. Great to catch up with you, Muhammad. Thank you, Sarah. Pleasure to be here. Bilal, for our international audience, can you tell us a little bit about Maxab and the e-commerce platform that you're enabling?
1: So Maxab started as a B2B e-commerce platform that connects the small mom-and-pop shops in the areas that needs them the most. Here in Egypt and other emerging markets across the MENA region, directly to manufacturers through our tech platform and tech-enabled supply
0: chain. And so you said these are mom-and-pop shops. Tell us a little bit about these businesses and what's important to them.
1: The market here looks very different than the West. So the Walmarts and the Walgreens of our region only represents 10% of the business. The vast majority of the business, 90% of these transactions, happen through more than a million mom-and-pop shops that are scattered all over the region uh, that had to historically suffer from a very fragmented supply chain to procure that inventory. We enabled their procurement through an easy-to-use mobile platform where they can order more than 3,000 products, uh, and then we would deliver that to them within less than 24 hours.
0: And Amir, CTO, can you give us a sense of how you built this e-commerce solution?
3: Since the beginning, actually, I believe that we need to be really fast and the great optimizers. So actually, that's how we had to utilize a lean team concept. Uh, So we needed really to respond really fast to changes and also enable all of our business stakeholders and decision makers here at MaxUp using data and also delivering fast. That's how actually we designed everything since the beginning to be on cloud, allowing us to use managed service as much as we can. So we don't exhaust our engineering resources managing and actually like the maintenance and the, all such a stuff and also allowing all of our business stakeholders to actually access data and really respond fast, as I mentioned to changes. That's how actually we designed the whole thing and that's how we implemented. We are utilizing all the solutions and the tools that we can reach. I'm proud to describe the take at Max it's kind of a bleeding edge technology.
0: And maintaining the accuracy and reliability of the platform is so important for your customers, right?
3: We are kind of changing the mindset here in our region. So our clients actually were just utilizing the regular ways of actually getting their products by just contacting the suppliers or actually doing the whole thing related to delivery by just picking a cap and getting their goods. So they need to feel confident actually about using our tools and our platform. And because we are a startup, we need to be lean. So we need someone to manage these resources for us.
0: Talk to us a little bit about this machine learning factory that you had envisioned.
3: The first thing we, when we designed our tools and apps, is is our focus actually on collecting every single data points that we can. So we kept collecting all the data points, just like you know, adding it to our storage making sure that or actually knowing that we will have some time when it comes to use such data. So actually we kept every data point we have and we started harvesting, mining uh, such data. Then our team started actually getting better results and that's how actually we shifted most of our focus on being a data-driven even startup, not just a tech-driven startup. So, definitely, data is a big deal here at Maxim. And we needed some kind of infrastructure that actually can scale with our data, not limiting us, also keeping the cost in mind. Thing that thing, you know, the kind of balance you need to maintain. And definitely, uh, that's actually what we found on AWS. Since the beginning, our team actually were using uh, some tools like SageMaker uh, because also we needed to maintain security. So, SageMaker is a tool provided by Amazon and it runs within the same infrastructures that we have. So, they can have a secure access to our data and really fast access to our data and also kind of cheap access to our data. Definitely turning Maxab into a machine learning factory, I would say it's the only hope on actually optimizing such business.
0: So Behe, you're the head of data for Maxab. Talk to us a little bit about the data strategy and how you came to work with Mohammed and his team.
2: When I refer to Maxab, I always refer to it as a tech or a data company, unlike a supply chain uh, solution. Because since day one, we knew the power of data and we knew that in order to crack the market that we're working on, We need to rely on data for all the business decisions taking as we go. And the tech infrastructure that we've adopted since the start enabled us to collect every single data point, starting from the customer's data, the transactional data, or even the application's data, the streaming data and everything. And we knew that we're collecting this data right now. Maybe we're not using it at the moment, but we knew that the time would come and we would find a way to leverage on those data. At the beginning, we were using data in order to drive business decisions. And with this scale, we knew that in order to move to the next step, we needed to build a data team that works on complex problems, that starts leveraging on machine learning and AI in order to solve chronic business issues. And that's when we started having a team dedicated for this specifically. Regarding the strategy of our data team, we've always been keen to hire the people that are more business oriented. The challenge that we've been having at the beginning was mainly finding the right technicalities to give to those business oriented people to come up with those models or those complicated models and that was one of the main things that we've tapped onto during the collaboration which is enabling those data scientists that we have on board with the up-to-date algorithms and the up-to-date models that could that they could be using in order to solve the business issues that we've been facing.
0: Mohammed, take us through a little bit of the approach uh, that you took during these very short six weeks, really, to help demonstrate that value.
4: And the prototyping team, as we do, uh, usually we start by diving deep into existing systems to identify pain points and understand what the customer really wants uh, out of the engagement. And uh, we entered the engagement to solve demand forecasting, but we wanted also to understand deeply and concretely what that means for Maxeb. So after the deep dive, we understood that this means uh, three main models, which are the elasticity model spike detection and of course the main demand forecasting model. We also identified that Maxab wants to become more agile in the iterative innovation cycle of machine learning and enable and unlock collaboration between team members. So we set out to design an architecture that helps them achieve these goals but also be easily reusable in other projects. So to do that, we started from SageMaker projects and we iterated from them until we reached an end-to-end solution that works well for Maxim. And this architecture essentially has four main blocks. So we have one block where we enable data scientists through SageMaker Studio to edit their machine learning code, which is connected to a, a Git-based repo that allows collaboration between data scientists. And each time a, an engineer pushes a change that triggers SCICD that uh, simplifies and automates out the manual processes of managing the training pipeline. And of course, we had the, we leveraged SageMaker pipelines to take out all the pain points of connecting together multiple uh, jobs to solve the machine learning problem. And also we le- we tried to leverage as many cutting-edge features in SageMaker as possible to help uh, MagSAP engineers get the most out of the product. So we introduced Maxab engineers to use parallel processing and training of machine learning models, but also use uh, spot training to reduce the costs of, uh, of the training pipeline. And I'm guessing,
0: Bilal, that... That elasticity and ability to experiment with new techniques as well as cost optimize, was an important business driver for your customers. Is that right?
1: Of course. So basically, reliability is the name of the game in our business. And by reliability... We mean always being in stock and delivering on time every time. But it's way easier said than done. And also to understand a little bit of the complexity of the problem, the data that we have in our part of the world, I wouldn't say actually say have because we actually don't have much of it. So we actually have to invest a ton of time in an innovative way to capture the data making sure it's clean, and then work with that data to build valuable insights that can help us serve these versions that have very complex businesses. And again, when you think about the businesses we serve, they're not your typical B2B customer. He is a one-man show that is single-handed, the procurement department, the, the sales department, the supply chain department, and we need to empower him to be able to do all of this so that he can put the right amount of food in front of his customers at a reasonable price.
0: When we're talking about experimentation and innovation, there are often areas that we are challenges or we don't get right the first time. Was there something here that was a particular challenge that you ran into, Bahay?
2: Regarding the challenges, I would say it was trying to come up with the maximum output during those six weeks because we've picked one of our hardest problem statements. And to be honest, just before the six weeks collaboration, it sounded a bit scary that we were about to solve all this, but still exciting and challenging for us. So that's why we try to dedicate most of the data science team that we have in MaxApp to work on this project. Because we knew the outcome is not, it's not going to be only the demand prediction model that we're going to implement, the skill set that those data scientists were going to acquire during this collaboration. So maybe it sounded a bit overwhelming at the beginning, but as we started and as we adopted the new tools on AWS, we started to notice that everything is achievable. You just need to understand which is the right tool to pick and which is the best model in order to come up with the best output.
0: So, Amir, maybe you can walk us through where we are now. Mohammed and his team were with you for a short time. What happened after they left? How has the platform extended?
3: so as uh, Bahae mentioned uh, already our team were utilizing both the tools that they can so for example we had also utilized a couple of other tools that AWS provided like deep AR forecasting trials and uh, something like AWS personalized for our recommendations but actually you don't know what you don't know so actually having such collaboration it was just kind of an eye-opening event the AWS team helped us actually to explore more and understand more and we had our team ready to evolve or actually to take their skills to the next level and that's actually what happened. By the end of the collaboration our team is already at the next level they actually are considering every single new problem or actually it's, uh, all the problems that we were working on from a totally new perspective. So now they can run tens of experiments uh, at the same time back then actually we didn't know that actually we can do this on a cheap we were afraid of the cost. Currently actually our team can even experiment with the craziest idea without any so they can just go and incorporate something with their data in our demand forecasting. Also, how we see data how we manipulate data Totally change it. So back then, actually, we were relying on a typical data warehouse for all of our data workloads, but since the collaboration, we also shifted this and we invested more time on migrating our data warehouse to something more scalable, like SS3 and using AWS Athena on Presto to access our data and manipulate our data. Definitely also allowing more and more of our decision makers and business stakeholders to access even more data without any limitation when it comes to, you know, scalability, because if you are just running some kind of solution that would charge you for every scan to buy it, definitely you need the cheapest storage after all. So actually since then, we also started, as I mentioned, shifted all of our perspective or how actually we see data. Some other ideas, as Mohammed mentioned, was actually mentioning other models like pricing elasticity during the collaboration. Now, actually, we can chain the output of some machine learning model as an input to another machine learning model, doing even more complex machine learning model. And that's actually how I see our defensibility coming from at Maxup. So now we have the data that uh, that no one else can have. And also we have the best way to manipulate and incorporate such data. So since the collaboration, I believe now uh, we are empowered to explore and experiment. Uh, we are confident. And as Vahey mentioned, we know everything is achievable.
0: Well, I want to thank you all for being with us today and sharing your journey. I was wondering if you might reflect on the experience and... Think about what you would share with our listeners. Behay, what were your biggest takeaways?
2: My biggest takeaway, I think it would be the enablement of our data team on the most up-to-date AWS tools that are out there in the market. I think after the collaboration, we were able to leverage on several technologies that we've been introduced to in order to build more sophisticated models. For example, credit scoring or recommendation engines. Those are completely different than the demand prediction problem statement that we've been working on during the collaboration. And all of this happened due to uh, adopting the proper tools, reducing the running times, of our projects, being able to experiment different technologies and different ideas. So having the right setup in place and the enablement of the full data team on which technologies to use, I think this was uh, the biggest takeaway from the collaboration.
0: Wonderful. And Mohammed, you've done many prototypes in the past. What was some of your reflections about this particular engagement?
4: One of the great positive things that I've seen in this engagement is the energy in the MaxApp team. So the team was very energetic and keen to explore and apply new ideas quickly. The other thing is, as I used uh, SageMaker now for a, while, for a long time in multiple projects, and I've seen the MLOps field uh, mature, I, I see that SageMaker projects capture that maturity very well. And they are a good starting point for uh, people who want to solve machine learning to get to a near production solution very quickly, so I encourage people to explore it more. How about you, Amar? From
3: what I see, actually building a tech enterprise or a tech company, a tech startup, whatever tech product you're building, needs really a long-term relationship investment. So actually, if you're investing in a good partner that actually is looking after you and taking care of you, that would really pay back. That's actually what actually we got from partnering with AWS, like deploying and implementing all of our services from engineering to data on AWS. That's actually paid back because actually someone from AWS just contacted doing that kind of collaboration with the prototyping team without even us asking about it. So actually, that's actually what paid for. So definitely having a strong partnership with some partner like AWS, they understand tech, they understand business, and they understand the startups. So they knew actually what we are trying to achieve. They didn't try to sell us anything or any new service. They just tried to enable us. And that's actually what we got, like the enablement of uh, and and the empowerment of exploring. So actually now we are more of explorers. We keep exploring all the services without any fear and with the confidence that we will find support and help whenever we ask
0: for. Final words from you, Valal. What were your takeaways? The
1: way I thought about this engagement at the beginning was very different at the very end. So Amr came and uh, and told me he's going to put six or eight of his uh, best people on hold for six weeks, not producing anything of what they were working on before and focusing on this. I never expected the output to be as it is, right? It was a big gamble, at least from my side that I was looking at it. But honestly, fast forward six weeks, the velocity of the output that the team has been producing since this Engagement have been extraordinary and it definitely made it up for putting everything on hold for six weeks to be honest.
0: Bilal, Amr, Bahay, and Muhammad, thank you so much for spending some time with us to share your experiences. Thank you, Sarah. It's
3: been a pleasure, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for having us today. Thanks a lot.
0: I'd like to thank our listeners for coming on today's journey with us. Innovation Ambassadors is a production of the AWS Media Series. Look for future episodes of our vodcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite streaming platform. If you have ideas for future episodes or comments on this one, send us a tweet at hashtag AWSInnovationAmbassadors and share your thoughts. Thank you.